0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's Tuesday the 10th of January. If you're a regular listener, you may be wondering what happened to Monday the 9th of January. Was it somehow deleted from the travel calendar? No, it wasn't. Um, There was uh, technical issues for which I take full responsibility, and I apologise for that. And as my punishment, well, I've treated myself actually to a trip to one of the UK's loveliest stations. This is London Marylebone. Now, people of a certain age will say, isn't that the one that the Beatles filmed in in Hard Day's Night? And it certainly is. It's a wonderful old Victorian station, lots of red brick they tried at one stage in the 1970s to turn this into a bus station they were going to rip up the tracks going northwest from here and put a road down that would only be used by buses that was uh, thrown out thankfully which means that you are now here to uh, uh you can enjoy the ambience you can certainly enjoy the amazing um victoria and albert pub where if you were kind of blindfolded and t- taken there, you think, well, this is a lovely kind of uh, parlour, sitting room, saloon, um, rather than um, part of a busy railway station. Anyway, the reason I'm here is because I'm talking about the flipping railways again, and in particular, uh, what is going to happen over the coming days and weeks. And I'm here because uh, the great celebration across the land is that, kidderminster is now connected with london once again direct links and those are uh, uh, starting up there's one due out oh just looking across very soon and maybe we'll even hear the announcement for that which would cheer me up no end so where are we we've had for members of the rmt who work for network rail 20 days of strike so far in the past 200 plus on top of that you might recall the uh, strike that never was three days of strike action that actually caused immense dislocation in october um, the strike was called off at the last minute because the union said that they understood a better pay deal was on the way well that never materialized uh, we've also had the drivers they've had a uh, sixth day of strike and that happened on thursday and now everything is sort of supposed to be working normally, except, of course, this being the railways, that's never quite the case. In particular, um, TransPennine Express have massive problems with short notice cancellations, which they are blaming on um, unexpectedly high sickness levels and a backlog of training due to COVID. That's affecting, well, last time I checked, lots of Manchester to. Uh, York trains also Doncaster to Cleethorpes and it seems to be a bit of a lottery on the day cancellations but here we are there's no strikes scheduled at all until Thursday um, when the Elizabeth line will be shut down that's members of the Transport Saladary Staffs Association and Prospect uh, and a union which hasn't actually um, uh, put its ore um, into the current dispute so far but uh but there it is, and that if you are planning on taking the £200 million, sorry, £20 billion line that runs east-west through London, well it's not going to be doing the through London bit, there will be limited services on either side. Um, no overtime bans currently in place that I am aware of, but these things are always very, very slippery. So, just as a reminder, three basic disputes. Network Rail who own uh, the big stations and provide the track and the signaling and um, they're up against the RMT union. Then there's a dozen, well more than a dozen train operators who are contracted by the government to run services. They're up against the RMT union as well. And the train firms, known as TOCs of course, are represented in negotiations by the Rail Delivery Group, but any proposals have to be signed off by the ministers. And then you've got 15 uh, train operators who similarly provide services for the government and are represented by the Rail Delivery Group up against the Train Drivers Union as left. Well, so three negotiations, let's see where we are. Network Rail made a last and final offer, 5% for 2022, 4% this year. Uplist for the lower paid and generous ticket discount scheme. Um, That was put out to a referendum of which 52% of eligible voters rejected it. Then in the other two disputes, well, the train operators have offered 4% now and 4% for last year, contingent on radical changes to working practices and the RMT union threw that out immediately and actually called separate strikes when that was uh, um, made plain. Then the RDG, Rail Delivery Group, made... The pretty much identical offer to the drivers' union, Aslef. Um, and certainly, while I have not seen any formal response, um, bear in mind that McWheelan and some of his uh, top officials at Aslef met the rail minister on Monday and perhaps didn't want to be too rude about it in advance. Well, my goodness, you just need to have a look on social media and you'll see a stream of expletive. Um, l- Uh, laden comments now i think that the dispute at this stage is going to become fragmented so i think network rail could settle you've got people who have lost thousands of pounds at network rail who are being offered something and furthermore they will be able to get this um, really valuable ticket discount scheme which i think could be worth thousands of pounds a year so i think that will happen apart from anything else there's only one Uh, network rail. Then you've got the RMT against the train operators. More complex because there's so many different employers and you'd have to have multiple local uh, agreements that will uh, get through that. And then similarly, the dispute between the drivers union and uh, the train operators. I think that one might be the one that drags on. now. The Rail Delivery Group says that the average basic basic salary for train drivers is £60,000 a year. That means when they go on strike, they lose more money than the average railway worker. But on the other hand, they're more able to withstand it. And I think um, that uh, Mick Whelan told his members, we will press our case for a realistic offer. The offer you deserve after not having had an increase since 2019. And well, That, I think, is going to be a sticking point. They also said, when they said 4% last year, 4% this year, obviously way below the uh, rate of inflation, they also said, oh, and we'd like to do things with training, uh, with uh, having part-time workers, driving trains, all sorts of things, which I think could prove a stumbling block. Anyway, we haven't heard the Kiddermintstat announcement, I'm sorry to say. I dare say um, it will be uh, along in a minute. And meanwhile, it's very nice to be at a station which, unlike this time a week ago, is actually working very well. Thanks very much indeed for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I promise. Goodbye.